Clinical Issues by Renee Wright Composition of Bone Cement and Precautions for Perioperative Personnel Question We recently started a total joint program at our facility, and some of the procedures use bone cement. What are the components of bone cement, and are there any precautions that perioperative personnel should follow when handling? Answer Bone cement is most commonly composed of a methyl methacrylate, MMA, monomer liquid, and a polymethyl methacrylate-based polymer powder. Some formulations of bone cement contain added antimicrobials or other agents intended to reduce the risk of infection and enhance bone growth. Orthopedic surgeons frequently use bone cement in orthopedic surgery to fixate implantable medical devices to bony surfaces. For example, joint arthroplasty. Personnel who work in the OR may come into contact with MMA via absorption through the skin, ingestion, or inhalation, and experience resulting irritation of the skin, eyes, or gastrointestinal and respiratory systems. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration sets standards to ensure safe working conditions and protect personnel from physical, biological, and chemical hazards in the workplace. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration's permissible MMA exposure limit for personnel is no more than 100 parts per million during an eight-hour workday. Although there is literature indicating that certain types of personal protective equipment, PPE, for example, eye protection, double gloving, reduce MMA exposure, the evidence for other types of PPE, for example, surgical helmet systems, is limited and inconclusive. The National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health and the AORN, Guideline for a Safe Environment of Care, are resources for recommendations related to the safe handling of MMA. It also may be helpful to refer to the Hierarchy of Controls, also developed by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, as a guide to implementing effective and feasible control solutions to reduce exposure to occupational hazards. See Figure 1. Although the elimination and substitution control tiers are the most protective against hazards, they also tend to be the most difficult to implement when using the hazardous substance is unavoidable. Engineering controls are designed to protect workers before they come into contact with the hazard. For example, increased ventilation during procedures using bone cement. The bottom two tiers, administrative controls and PPE, require the affected workers to be engaged in prevention to be most effective. When eliminating exposure to MMA-containing products, for example, bone cement, is not possible, recommendations for reducing exposure include 1. Following the product manufacturer's IFU 2. Ensuring effective ventilation or increasing ventilation when possible. 3. Using PPE, that is, gloves eye protection. 4. Wearing double sterile gloves when working in the scrub person role. 5. Wearing outer sterile gloves made of a material recommended in the MMA-containing product manufacturer's IFU. 6. Mixing bone cement in a closed system. 7. Limiting the handling of bone cement and only handling it after it reaches the dough stage. 8. 
changing outer sterile gloves immediately after handling bone cement. 9. Preventing the chemicals from contacting the skin or attire. 10. Washing the skin or changing attire as soon as possible if exposure occurs. 11. Limiting exposure to spilled MMA liquids. 12. Reporting exposures to occupational health personnel according to institutional policy. And 13. Disposing of MMA products in hazardous waste containers. In the event of an MMA liquid spill, recommendations to reduce exposure include 1. Isolating and venting the immediate area until fumes dissipate. 2. Removing potential ignition sources. 3. Wearing PPE as directed by the MMA manufacturer's IFU or product safety datasheet. 4. Covering the MMA spill with an activated charcoal absorbent. And 5. Disposing of MMA-contaminated material in hazardous waste containers.